One day, I'm going to walk in here and I'm going to sit in that chair. Are you? And tell you to move over. You'd have to get here before I am. Well, maybe not yeah. one day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just bugging me. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry. There. All right. Yeah, I don't know. Something's not right. You know, how does this get all messed around? After it's, the it's day, it's you. You're encroaching. <coughs> I, I yeah. walk in here and I sit down. <laughs> okay. How does that <laughs> do anything? That just bugs me. To this. As <laughs> soon as you walk in here, I'm like, it's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's our little tripod that yeah. needs. It may be. Maybe we need a remote. Yeah, you're you right. You know when that we need to upgrade. Kind of a scan. Right. Well, you, yeah, we, yeah. 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 Instead well, of moving it by pencil. Someday we can dream. Yes. That. By the way, it's Mike and John Got It Going On, brought to you by Firehouse Doors. We're here in the Firehouse Doors 8365 LiftMaster Studios. <laughs> We've just named them. I, I just yeah. said, let's call it that And today. there's a reason why we're calling it the LiftMaster 8365 Studios here. With two remotes. Remote <laughs> number one and remote number two. And who's the keyless entry? Oh, that's a good one. Oh, I think we know. It's Cougar. <laughs> yes, it uh, is. <laughs> hey, starting on Monday, we'll have details on what we're talking about. We'll probably know what we're talking about well, on Monday. Well, we'll give us a few days to get ready. <clears throat> we got a busy weekend, man. We do? Yeah. What's going on? Well, things. Stuff. <laughs> stuff. A lot of stuff's <laughs> going on this weekend. <laughs> well, uh, a busy Friday for us. I'm going to be uh, helping to MC the Patrick O'Rourke Memorial Golf outing that's going to be going on and then uh and if there's anybody in this studio yeah. that knows absolutely nothing about golf it's john but i do know about mc <laughs> yes you do uh and mc king the, oh yeah i'll have my hammer <laughs> pants on and uh and then <laughs> whoa 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 uh <laughs> Can't touch this. Right. Don't want to touch yeah, well, that. Yeah, that's a different story. Uh, and then Friday night, we're going to yes. be in downtown Brighton for the Smoking Jazz and Barbecue Blues Festival. We will be smoking the jazz and barbecuing the blues. Yeah, we will. No, we won't. And we'll be out in front of Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. Yes, we will. We're going to give you a chance to win some great jewelry yeah. Friday night while we're there. Our blinged out entry box. And entry forms, which I'm yes, in charge oh, of. Yes, I put. You I'm in charge of the entry forms. Yeah, here, here's We're how in that, trouble now. Th here's how this well process went. Hey, do we have any entry forms? No. Hey, better hey, come can, up with. Can some. you do those? Okay, got hey, that. Hey, do we have an entry box? <laughs> no. Nope. No. Hey, but, can you do that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Honeycomb Hideout, also known as the 8365 Master oh, right. Studios. Well, yeah, yeah. All right, so it's going to be a lot of fun anyway. Friday night at Smoking Jazz and Barbecue Blues in front of uh, Cooper and Binkley Jewelers, which, by the way. Bring you 
local news with John King. Indeed they do, and here's what's going on. Authorities are asking for the public's help to locate a missing Howell woman. 59-year-old Kelly Michelle Dorsey was last seen by her family at about 7 p.m. Sunday, September 4th, at her residence off North State Street in downtown Howell. Dorsey's a white female, stands about 5'4", weighs 95 pounds. She has gray hair with blonde ends about mid-back length. She also has a Jack Skellington tattoo, as well as a skull heart tattoo on her left arm, and a fairy sitting on a crescent moon on her right arm. Anybody with any information is asked to call the Howell Police Department. You'll find that number and pictures of Dorsey on our website. MikeAndJohnPodcast.com. Veterans from across the state will gather later this month in Livingston County for the 35th annual reunion of the Michigan chapter of the 101st Airborne Division Association. The 501c3 Veterans Organization represents the Michigan Airborne Air Assault Community with those in attendance at the Memorial Banquet, expecting to include those who served in World War II, Korea, Vietnam, and the wars in Iraq and Afghanistan. The group's memorial banquet will take place at the Hampton Inn in Brighton, Saturday, September 17th, during which they'll remember and honor their soldiers and families, specifically fallen comrades and their families, those currently serving in harm's way and or on active duty, POWs and MIAs, and all those serving in a support capacity. Congresswoman Alyssa Slotkin's office will also be providing a flag flown over the U.S. Capitol in Washington, D.C. for the event. And a ceremony is set this weekend in Brighton to honor the lives lost in the attacks of September 11th. The Brighton Area Fire Authority will host its annual 9-11 Remembrance Ceremony Sunday, September 11th at 9 a.m. Residents are invited to join the department in commemorating the victims from that day with special emphasis on the more than 400 first responders who lost their lives. The ceremony will be held at Station 34, which serves as the fire department headquarters at 615 West Grand River in downtown Brighton. A memorial built around a piece of steel from one of the collapsed towers of the World Trade Center is located there. Seating at the ceremony is provided for about 300 people. The public is encouraged to bring lawn chairs to the outdoor observance. Limited parking will be available at the memorial for handicapped. Additional parking is available in the lots adjacent to the memorial. And you'll find details and a link again on our website, mikeandjohnpodcast.com. And that's what's going on. And news brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. That's where we will be, as we mentioned, Friday. Friday night, starting around 5 o'clock from 5 to whenever we decide to fold up shop, quite frankly. (laughs) 5.15. I think Uh, we're done here. (laughs) It depends on if we wander off and get some good food at the barbecue. barbecue. I think we're done here. (laughs) We're going to give you a chance to win a gold-filled aqua bead necklace with green amethyst pendant from Cooper & Binkley Jewelers. That's valued at $250. Also, yellow gold-filled aqua bead earrings with green amethyst drops. Valued over $130, so stop by. Designed by Terry Arrington. That's all coming up on Friday in front of Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. Tracy Arrington. Oh, it's Tracy. Yeah. Yeah. Terry is brother. Oh, Tracy and Terry don't get it. Terry's in charge of boxing. (laughs) Terry puts it in the box. Puts it in the box, right. With the little cotton. Right. Yeah. Someone's got to do it. (laughs) <laughs> it's te- I'm like Terry. the Terry because I get to design <laughs> yeah. the box. Oh, I'm like Tracy. I'm the and, designer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're a designer, all right. Designer. Yeah. Um, so that's all coming up on Friday. <laughs> See my designer wardrobe here. <laughs> yes, that, that Iron Man shirt sells it all. Absolutely. <laughs> He's John Iron Man King. Stop by and see us in front of Cooper and Binkley Jewelers during Smoke and Jazz and Barbecue Blues Festival. That's uh, We'll be there Friday night starting at uh, 5 o'clock. Right. So, so right as things by. get underway. Yeah. So make sure you stop by and get your chance to win uh, the uh, beautiful pendant and earring set. We have some uh, some uh, podcast business to take care oh, of. We do. Have you put out the billing to Joe Broni for his uh, real estate that he's been hogging for 
gosh, probably six months now. I don't yeah, think we yeah. build them. Oh, you that. mean Joe Brony? Joe Brony. Joe Brony. Yeah. Did, did I say Brony? You said Brony. I'm, I'm really yeah. messing up the names today, <laughs> That's Joan. Okay. It's Joe Joan King. I'm really messing up. Are you talking up. about Joe Brony right here? Yeah, yeah, up or there. Or a little plush? Yeah. Or Joe Brony plush? Yes. I think he yeah. owes rent. Uh, rent. <laughs> Okay, well, <laughs> really you tough. try and collect from a plush, that's okay. You want to well, take him in the back alley his, and beat him up? He is plush, so I don't know that he's really going to I might be able to win that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, last night in uh, Wednesday Night Trivia, the question. Yes. On average, guys spend about 20 minutes a day doing this. And no, it's not that. We want to know what it is. And <laughs> did you did you see? Yeah. Did you see? Yeah, I did. 20 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Dawn, oh, Dawn, Dawn. Oh, Dawn. You are a, a <laughs> randy girl. <laughs> no, it's not that. No. Come on. We're talking classy guys here. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, on average. <laughs> 20 minutes. That's a long, that's, that's a long yeah. timer uh, there. Yeah, you got to get in the right frame of mind. <laughs> <laughs> the right. I, just, just thinking. Yeah. Dog starts barking, and you're. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not that. Uh, deciding what to eat. Most of the time, it's open the fridge. Yeah. That looks good. There, We're good yeah, to go. Really, the decision you know, process. Sometimes is, is, I there's food in front of me. Yeah. I just now decided. Oh, that smells kind of good. Yeah. We'll go with that. Now, if the if it was decide where to eat. Yeah, sometimes that That's, can be. That can be a bit of a process sometimes. Um, yeah, uh, let's see. Finding a lost item. Grooming. 20 minutes grooming. Mm. Groomers! Oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, leaving the house for, getting ready to leave the house for work. Take 20 minutes to get up and go. Mm. Here's a good one. Cleaning up dinner dishes. No, guys, don't. Not 20 minutes. Mm. Yeah, I what, you don't clean up the dinner dishes? What, you just, doesn't eat, take me you just eat and walk? No, it doesn't yeah. take 20 minutes. Well, so. it's just you and your wife. Eh? Yeah. When you got kids, it's a whole uh, different thing. Well, they should be taking care of them, their, their dishes themselves. That right. should not be dad's duty. But see, sometimes... It should not be the guy's And the thing is, you're right. You, you try and teach your kids to do that, but then especially when they're younger, uh, they're helping. <laughs> you're not helping. <laughs> uh, Pamela says, thinking about getting... Lucky, I, mm. I will we'll say. Yeah. So men apparently are self-pleasuring for 20 minutes. The women are just thinking about it for 20 minutes. This sounds about right, actually. That sounds about right. Uh, surfing TV channels? Yeah. Oh, I think God. we've all gotten... I mean, you're talking every day here, but I right. mean, there are times when it's like, all right... I'm surfing through. That looks pretty good. Maybe see, I'll come back to that and it, you can't remember what channel it was It on. doesn't matter whether you've cut the cord and you've gone all streaming services like we've done. Yeah. Or you still have cable. Because even if you've got streaming services, I can sit there on Netflix or Hulu just go, no, 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 no. no. It's the same thing. So, all right. And then you know, especially when you're going through, when you get to like the Russian <laughs> stuff like Russian movies that are dubbed. Oh. You're like, wow, I'm really deep into this. Now. I, <laughs> I've gone too far. I've gone way too far. I gotta get back. I gotta get back out. <laughs> Hitting the snooze button. <laughs> Michael says nose picking. Hmm. That's a problem. If you're picking for minutes, twenty minutes a, a day, that's not good. I mean, the quick picture. Napping. <laughs> twenty minute nap. No, you need a longer nap than that. Uh, twenty minutes is about. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's good for me. 
A 20 minute nap? Yeah, if I can get 20 minutes in, I'm, I'm rocking. Uh, See, if I go like more than an hour, then I just don't want to go. Not moving in traffic. If you're not moving in traffic for 20 minutes, mm. you're swearing a lot. Uh, nobody got it right today. <laughs> 20 seconds for me. <laughs> yeah. um, Our answer? It was talking about sports. Mm. Talking about sports. On average, guys spend about 20 minutes talking about now, sports. No, that's on average. So yeah. there's some of us that really extend that number yeah. way out there. Well, be, the, the thing of it is, when you're talking about sports, and usually here in, in Michigan, it's it's a short conversation. Unless you're griping well, about Well, that's what I was going to say. If yeah. you add in griping, then yeah. it's, <laughs> you know, then it's, it's endless. But then there's... But your, the Lions do have their home opener and standing yeah, room do. tickets. Oh, uh, yeah, they do. Gonna, this is going to be the year. This is the year after they were on hard knocks. They're going to turn it all yeah. around and they're going to... Yeah. Win seven You'll games. see they're going to... Seven? What are you smoking? Did they win a preseason game? We can count those, They right? did one. Yes. Okay, so they, they got, got one. So they, they just they need to win six Colts more. They the Colts by one point or okay. something. I don't know. All right, so they lost. 20 minutes no. talking sports. That's uh, okay. That was our answer. Nobody got it right. To, but, you know, we were talking about the old LiftMaster, the 8365 LiftMaster. we are in the LiftMaster 8365 studios Yes, here. we are. Uh, and that is a garage door opener Yeah, from Firehouse Doors. They have that model. They do. It's one yeah. of their premier models. And, in fact, you have an opportunity to win. Hey, we weren't supposed to talk about that till Monday. Well, that's all we'll say then. Okay. You, you have, have an opportunity to win. to win a LiftMaster 8365 installed Details coming up Monday. Actually, Sunday night. Oh, that's true. I think Sunday night we'll have details. Okay. Not on the podcast. Right. So pay attention. On the internet, on the interwebs of things. <laughs> we'll you know, the spider right. web right. thing that we do. Right. Of course, Firehouse Door is the OG sponsor of Mike and John Got It Going On. They've been serving yes. Livingston County residents for the past 24 years. Family owned. And veteran-owned, Mike Witt, a proud U.S. Air Force veteran. They're your one-stop shop for residential, commercial, and rolling steel overhead door needs. And for the past 21 years, Firehouse Doors has been Livingston County's only authorized distributor for CHI overhead doors. And CHI stands for? Carriage House International. Yeah, as far as we know. Call Firehouse Doors today, 810-599-7480. Caring and happy individuals. Oh, yeah. How about that? Yeah, you could do that. Caring and happy. Yeah. Happy. Ha Happy. <laughs> happening. Caring and happening. No, just stop. Okay. All right. Um, so it's time for the less you know with Rich Pearlberg. It sure is. I always know less after talking well, to Rich. Well, that's why we have It's him like on. a memory erase. That is his specialty. Yeah. <laughs> hey, good morning, good Rich. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Good. How are you? I'm doing fine, thanks. Yeah. Living the life. Uh -oh. You too? Wow, that's great. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, you want to get political today. Yeah, I just thought we've had way too much fun on this show. Let's, uh, <laughs> yeah. let's just cut let's that drag right down. down. Politics. Let's just, come on. <laughs> I'm thinking, I, 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 you almost want to call this the beating the dead horse to death issue. You know, oh, because... Oh. You know, why do we got to do yeah. that to dead horses? You know, horses? you're going to get the SPCA on our backs yeah, now, I mean, you know. <laughs> like beating a dead horse again. You know? I think you go to PETA, see if you can see Okay. Uh, do, you, do you ever wonder where that phrase came from? You're beating a dead horse. Did somebody actually go and beat a dead horse? Yeah, gosh, Is that where good, that yeah, came from? I don't from? know. That's a good question. <laughs> uh, I, Who was the sicko that was beating the dead horse? <laughs> if I look that up, I'll know 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. We don't want to know anymore. Okay. Well, we'll move away from that then. Actually, I'm going to do that. I'm going to actually go against the tide and, and provide some information that, that we might actually know more than what? we started. All right. Get out of here. All right. But this will be balanced out because our state lawmakers are doing everything they can to make sure their constituents know less. So <laughs> that's, that's what politicians are all about, isn't it? Well, I guess. But, right. you know, it's, it's um, what, I, what I was been thinking about is, you know, you've got you've got our state lawmakers, uh, Lamatai, Sandbolin, and Bob Bazat, who at various degrees have brought uh, um, suspicion on the accuracy of, of the elections. They they kind of, in, in Ann's in Lana's case, they kind of dance around it. Bob's a little bit more straightforward. Well, let me let me ask you this: These were people who were elected into office via election, correct? <laughs> oh, but those elections were fair. Okay, I just want to make sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, I won. It's fair. All right. They, they, they play games. They see their irregularities. But the fact is, not not only are the things they're talking about, motorcycles going by. Uh, <laughs> Hi, Bob. Not only are the election claims <laughs> that they talk about baseless, there are actually some serious things going yeah. on. Uh, in Michigan elections, and they're and they're incredibly silent about them. And and um, you know, for one, the, the probably the most serious, uh, a woman named Michonne Maddock, who isn't just some woman; she's the chairperson of the state Republican Party. Yeah, it's co-chair. She, well, I think Weiser walked away from it. I well, think she's the sole chair now. She's technically uh, the co-chair, but you're right, the, the acting but, but, chair. But, but regardless, she's she's the, she's really the top Republican in the state. And she filed false paperwork claiming to be uh, an elector for the Electoral College. Uh, I mean, that's that's an attempt to nullify the legal votes of millions of Michigan uh, uh, well, residents. It's an attempt to subvert the Constitution of the United States. Well, that too, if you're going to get <laughs> By the way. about it. So, so oh, and, and now she's married. We should mention she is married to Matt Maddock, who is a state representative. He uh, wants to become. Is he representative? Uh, he he wants to become head of the house or head of the the senate. I forget where he is now. With term limits, they bounce back and forth. But yeah, I mean, this is not just a nobody. And here's the thing: uh, if you want to get into conspiracy theories, a lot of ties signed a letter. Uh, shortly after the election of 2020, asking Congress to delay the certification of of, of the vote. Uh, so, how much was she aware of uh, um, Maddox uh, and the other people's scheme to, uh, to to put in false electors? I mean, all they had to do was get the get the electors there and let let the Republican dominated House make the decision. It's it's very scary. I mean. This isn't just somebody doing a protest somewhere. They they were filing papers. Right. To be, this is to be and this is what the January sixth committee has been zeroing in on is that this was a coordinated conspiracy. Yes. Uh, to yes. to 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 bring these false electors in using this completely discredited uh, legal theory uh, that the that the vice president Mike Pence could just uh, say I don't accept these electors these lawful electors and then de declare the election null 
and uh, which he can't do. Constitutionally, he was not able to do it. And Mike Pence said, I'm not going to do that. The people on January 6th said, let's hang Mike Pence. So... <laughs> that, that Mike Pence showed a backbone, but he did. But, you know? So, yeah, and I guess that that's the point is that, is, as you were just saying, Rich, it's like, it, there's the point of, like, you've got some of these people who are extremists and radicals, and they, they go off on some of these conspiracy theories, and they're sort of off on the fringe, but it, 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 it is important to keep connecting the dots that this really is, that there is the notion that this was a coordinated conspiracy to subvert the election. Well, and it, and it goes beyond that. Uh, there's a state rep in northern Michigan. Her last name is Rendon. Uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce her first name. Yeah, da it's Dare, Dare Rendon. Dare? Is, yeah. is Dare? Okay. And she, she was going to local officials and successfully coaxing them to turn over election machinery. Uh, one of them even let somebody uh, uh, make a copy of the election software. These are not, these were just non-government people getting a hold of election machinery and she was claiming falsely that uh, that the house was doing an investigation and 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 the state lawmakers won't do anything about it they should well, be explaining wow. well and those tabulators that that she and others were able to coax out of municipal clerks hands which by the way municipal clerks are not supposed to just turn over tabulators without a court order, and they just, yeah, you know... New, new, you, new rules all the time. Right? <laughs> right, well, no, was, you can't just get a phone call, hey, uh, yeah, I need one of those. Okay, sure, come pick it up. No, Well, those are it, mostly it, volunteers, correct? These people that No, these are, these are elected officials. These are elected municipal no, I mean, clerks. City clerks. Okay, yeah. County clerks, yeah. Uh, but, and they're not... And the clerks themselves... But this stuff is over their head. You've got yeah. a state rep coming in and saying, right. hey, uh, you gotta, you got to turn this over to us. Right. You know? And so, and now, the... The, the the third leg of this dead horse is the tabulators <laughs> themselves. <laughs> the tabulators themselves, at least some of them, ended up allegedly, wink, in the hands of uh, Matt DiPerno, who is running. No, no, nothing special, just the Republican candidate for Attorney General. Right now, again, this is all alleged, but there is quite yeah, a lot yeah. of evidence. Allegedly, it's Thursday too. Right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and and that's the third part of this is that those tabulators were then they weren't just taken for no purpose. Again, it's all part of a. I mean, you hate to use the word conspiracy and plot, but there is no other word for it. Uh, it was, and it goes beyond Michigan. Yeah. I mean, there's several other states where the same thing is going on. Georgia, for instance. Yeah. Right. And 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 it was to basically illegally access the internal components of these tabulators, supposedly to run tests on them. But it was again, it was to try and support this completely cockeyed theory that. Well, uh, it's even more than that. It's yeah. not just it 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 questions the legitimacy and the, and, right. uh, and the dependability of that equipment. You start you start fooling around and spreading around the software, you open it up to malware, you open it up to manipulation. Which is exactly the thing that they said they were trying to prove, right? and yet their actions would, in, in fact, actually allow that to happen. Um, they have absolutely no legitimate reason to get that. Like you say, you need court orders, you need supervision, you need uh, some, some sort of structure to make sure that this isn't Right. Uh, you know, you and I can't walk into the to the Livingston County Courthouse and ask for the uh, 
the, the voting software. Right. Yeah, it's, it's not a lending library. library. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to check out a voting machine. Thank you. Maybe we yeah. need a voting machine master. Somebody that can look over the voting machines. <laughs> <laughs> we need a master. And they should wear we? a robe. <laughs> well, no, 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 no robes. No, 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 no robes. Uh, sorry, a bad robeless idea. master. <laughs> bad idea, bad All idea. Right. Yeah. Uh, so. This is where Tyson Poland and some degree bizarre because frankly I'm not sure how much bizarre understands what's going on. But Poland and, and Tyson do. And and from the start they could have and should have said, Look, we know you don't like the results of the elections, but they were fair. Everything we've seen is fair. You the the, the, the stuff that's been said has either been uh, purposely uh, misrepresented or misunderstood. And, and instead, they haven't done that. And, and these actions have consequences. There's, there's a, a story today that both the free press and the news have published from the University of Michigan, a regular study they do of public officials. Nearly half of the public officials, that, local officials, have said they've been harassed online or in person over the last couple of years. And it's because of all this... Uh, uh, false stories about about fake elections you know well you know mike mentioned volunteers and uh while the clerks themselves are not volunteers you know uh, elections are absolutely dependent on the volunteers that show up to do, to help run these elections exactly exactly uh, and, 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 and a lot of times <laughs> they're the sweet sweet old exactly ladies right. and gentlemen you know my age who are just doing it because they, they've been doing it for years they didn't sign up to have people screaming at them yeah. and, and accusing them of, uh, of of difficulty. And it's so easy to do. If you wanted to, if, if Ann Bowen and Lana Tice wanted to uh, check irregularities, they should be investigating Livingston County's elections. Because that would be their own elections. That would be their own elections. We already know those are right. <laughs> look at numbers and irregularities. Donald Trump actually did worse in Livingston County in 2020 than he did in 2016. How could that be if, if the elections were fair, you know? And, uh, I mean, I'm being sarcastic. I understand that. What? But, but, there's, but, but here's, 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 here's the most amazing number, uh, and, and I forgive me because I actually did research it, but <laughs> in uh, uh, 2020, uh, Trump, on election day, Trump beat Biden by an almost 4 to 1 ratio. But absentee votes, right. they split. They both got 37,000 votes. So that's that's an irregularity. There must be something wrong there. I mean, that's that's the logic that you've seen here, right? And 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 I and I and I'm really disappointed in 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 Boland and Tice. Because they know better. Well, and that's the thing. It, it is stoking the. Uh, it, it is stoking doubt in a system that has a lot of redundancies built into it to make sure that this kind of thing doesn't happen. That's why we have uh, audits. That's why we have boards of state canvassers who traditionally have been the backstop to all of this to make sure that the votes are indeed tabulated correctly. Um, and so what we're beginning to have now, though, is especially when we're seeing so many more people using absentee, but pe let's face it, people want to vote by mail. They just do. More and more people want to be able to have the convenience of voting by mail. And so we're seeing more and more absentee ballots. Yeah. And in Michigan, you're not allowed to count absentee ballots uh, in any municipality until 7 a.m. of election day. And is it, so, is it, yeah, I didn't even know it was that early, but I know, yeah. I know it's not. And there's been attempts to change that, and Republicans have blocked it. 
Right. And so you you have this increasing use of absentee ballots. So that means there are more and more absentee ballots, but they can't be counted until Election Day. Many states do allow the pre-counting of, in other words, so that you can, and the point of all this is, People have come to expect a result within a, a, a particular amount of time. They want to know the result that night, maybe at the latest, early the next morning. People want to know who won the race. And so what's happened is that the, the ex- expectation of timeliness has trumped, pardon the pun, uh, accuracy. And so, if you want to have an, what do you want? What do you really want? Do you want an, a timely Do you want a timely result, or do you want an accurate result? And so, these two things are coming into conflict, and they don't need to. We can have both if we had rational. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> You're talking I'm sorry, government. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Rational. You know. <laughs> Into the whole yeah, you know, yeah, this horse true. is really dead uh, yeah. now, for sure. Well, and there's another fact you got to need is, is the reliability afterwards, and that's having uh, uh, an accurate record of the vote. So if there is a question, there can, right. there can be an accurate recount. Yeah, I think, yeah, well, and now we're, we're going off a, a tangent, but I think it's important, you're right, that there always be a paper, a paper, paper receipt, a paper, a paper receipt, a paper ballot. Your point is, is uh, well taken, and I don't know how much of it had to do with the... Uh, the pandemic, but I was surprised to learn that in Livingston County there were fifty percent more right. absentee ballots than there were uh, in person voting. And that's, so but that, I, that's the trend. But I think that that kind of talks about what you, your whole thing is that look, you've got uh, you've got uh, elected officials who officially are on the record saying, you know, uh, no, we don't want to, we want to limit absentee ballots. Uh, and yet their constituents, <laughs> by and large, want to use absentee ballots. Well, yeah, so, wouldn't it make it more convenient? I mean, we like working from home. We like ordering yeah. stuff online from home. So why wouldn't we want to vote right. from home if you want more participation? But sometimes right. you only want more participation if it helps you win. I think it's not Australia <laughs> That's where about think it. voting is compulsory, but I think you can be anywhere in the country and go to like a kiosk and vote. Yeah. I mean, they actually want to make it easy to vote. Right. What a, what a shock. Well, and that, I guess, uh, at the... At the end of the day, look, we could do this if we wanted to, and it's the we part that's the problem, because there is no we. Uh, there's you and me. <laughs> there's, me. there's them and, and me. I mean, that's basically, we've divided ourselves into these, you know, these divisions that it's, uh, unfortunately, our elected officials uh, are stoking well, the, the that division. The part is that there's a long history in this country of trying to suppress votes. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it differed by party depending on what the politics. But there's, you know, as long as there's been voting, there's been an attempt to suppress it. Okay. And that's 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 a legacy that uh, it'd be nice to see that turned around. I mean, huh. even the idea of people casting unregistered votes, basically, if you're over a certain age, you should be allowed to vote. Just once, but you should be allowed to vote. Right. <laughs> Just once. Just a little asterisk on that. Just once. We're looking at you, Chicago. Um, hey now. <laughs> so, uh, uh, all right. Well, look, we're look, we're going to wrap what? this segment yeah, up. Yeah, I just got a call from the coroner. It's time to bury the horse. <laughs> well, no, it's uh, uh, we, we do not. We do have an answer for the origin oh. of beat a dead horse. <laughs> it comes from the mid nineteenth century when the practice of beating horses to make them go faster was viewed as acceptable. Ah. To beat a dead horse would be pointless. As it wouldn't be able to go anywhere. Wow. And this first appeared in a London newspaper in 1859. This okay, phrase. I'm, I'm a little worried here because I'm going to hang up and I'm going to know more than I did. I know. Yeah, that's I'm sorry. You. I'm sorry. What are you doing? I'm just trying. All right. Yeah.
All right. Well, <laughs> All this, right. The, the horse is I'm going to go beat a dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> you going to take 20 minutes? All right. Hey, now. So, uh, all right. Well, Rich, thank you once again. I believe. Let's not, have, let's not have so much fun next time. Uh, I, I'm sorry. Uh, all right. Well, Rich, have a great week. We'll yeah. talk to you next Thursday. Right. Rich Proberg with the less you know. All right. I don't know anything more than, well, a little bit more about dead horses now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I guess I. A little gotta, nugget of information. Yes. I always try to leave you with a nugget. <laughs> really? So, yeah, well, yeah. All right. I have the two cent history lesson. Do you? Yeah. Are you sure? I'm scanning through it to make sure there's nothing about horses yeah. and nothing about elections. All right. Well, yes. Yeah. All right. All right. It's time for the two cent history lesson. After we tell you about a big event that's coming up on September 17th. Yeah. To raise money for La Casa, tradition continues with denim and diamonds. All right. There. Now the two cent history lesson, which, by the way, is brought to you by Oakland Insurance. And our good buddy, Drew Goble. That's correct, sir. Owning a business is a labor of love. But frankly, your insurance should make more work for you. It should make love. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, <laughs> Wait, no, no. Hey, you hey, should love doing hey, your business. Well, yeah, that's what, yeah, that's yeah. You, Open you, insurance, exactly. handle your insurance needs. As a about. business owner, you rely on relationships. Drew Goble of <laughs> Oakland Insurance believes the best relationships are honest, upfront, and fair. You can depend on Oakland Insurance and Michigan-based Frankenmuth Insurance to personally work with you and your insurance needs. So if you're looking for a proactive partner, not a part-time assistant, have a frank conversation about your business insurance. Call Drew Goble of Oakland Insurance, 248-647-2500. I just noticed there's some politics in our history lesson today. Okay. But it's not that bad. Well, it's about time. It's not that bad. All right. Today, September 8th, your two-cent history lesson today is National Date Nut Day. Date Nut? Uh, date Nut Bread Day. Oh, okay. Not, not Date and Nut Day. <laughs> it's well. National Date Nut Bread Day. Got it. I think. Not date nut bread. Yeah. It's also pardon day. Pardon me. Pardon me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yeah. Pardon me. I'm assuming this is when uh, Jerry Ford. Am I right on that? I don't know. Oh. Well, it's, uh, it's pardon day. It is pardon day. I, I have a feeling. Do a it's International Literacy Day. A what? day to encourage reading worldwide. Unless it's a book somebody doesn't want you to read. And they don't want that in their schools. Right. National Literacy Day. Right. It's, pardon me. It's time for the pardon. Yeah. Pardon me for missing the pardon. Yeah. It was on this day. Yes. 1974. I have that. Okay. Well, then that's what I was asking. I, know. I didn't look that <laughs> far ahead. I found politics before that. Okay. It was on this day in 19, or 1858. 1858. Abraham Lincoln gave a speech in Clinton, Illinois, saying you can fool all of the people some of the time, and some of the people all of the time, but you cannot fool all of the people all of the time. Got it? How about that? There you go. Put that under your hat. Yeah. There's a lot under that hat. Yeah, there is. That's a big hat. 1960, on this day, Penguin Books was charged with obscenity after publishing D.H. Lawrence's book, Lady Chatterley's Don't Lover. Have any of that, you? Can't read that. It's National Literacy Day. <laughs> oh, Lady Chatterley. Well. 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 Hey now. Hey now. 
1966. <laughs> port of its day. <clears throat> Lady Chatterley's lover. Yeah. Also known as John the Lover King. That was my ring name. <laughs> You know, when I was wrestling. When I was wrestling. <laughs> yeah. John the Lover King. <laughs> Pinned in three seconds. 1966 on this date, a little TV series called Star Trek premiered on NBC. Anything ever happened with that? Look uh, at Lady Chatterley. Yeah. <clears throat> Who what was, was it called again? Uh, Star Trek. Star Trek. It was like Dancing with the Stars. Mm. Dancing with the Star Trekkers is coming up this season on Fox. On Fox. <laughs> Kirk does the Mamba. <laughs> does he do the Mamba number five? <laughs> That's Mamba number five. Mamba number five. 1968, Barry Gibb announced, I'm Barry Gibb and I'm leaving the Bee Gees I'm, to become an actor. I'm leaving? I'm leaving the Bee Gees for a career in the movies. I don't think that really happened. I mean, he may I have mean, announced that, but uh, I don't think yeah, the, don't the think movie that. career really took off. No. Him. 1974, President Ford burped and granted unconditional <laughs> pardon to U.S. President Richard Nixon. That's why it's pardoned. Yeah. Nixon burped. Ford went, uh, uh excuse you. Excuse me. Pardon you. Yeah. Ooh, that one's pardon me. Smell pardon me, bub. <laughs> Can you help an ex-president down on his luck? <laughs> Flipped him a pardon. Hit the road! <laughs> And finally, it was on this day in 2002, Bruce Dickinson, who's the, a singer for the group Iron Maiden, yes. started his new job as an airline pilot. So you're hopping aboard the plane. Right. And the singer for Iron Maiden is flying the plane. Sure. What's the first thing that goes through your mind? I'm going to need more booze. <laughs> <laughs> Buckle up. Yeah, you know. No, I don't know. It, it, maybe, maybe that's what he always wanted to do. I don't, know, Dickinson, Dickinson. I don't know that it would necessarily bother me. Yeah, I would well, do, first I'm of just, all, who now, knew? If, if Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> is heading into the cockpit, I'm out. <laughs> okay. I'm done. No, I'm getting off. So, yeah, he, yeah. he decided to become... An airplane pilot. An airline pilot. I'm not sure what airlines Bruce is a pilot for if he's yeah. still flying. Well, there should be Iron Maiden Airways. Yeah, he's 64 now. Oh, thanks for looking that up. <laughs> We're all wondering. Well, I thought so. <laughs> Bachelor Two Cent History Lesson for today yeah. brought to you by Drew Goble and Oakland Insurance. Yes. My part is done. Indeed. Here in the... 8365 LiftMaster Garage Door Opener Studios. What are you looking up? Lady Chatterley's Lover. I'm trying to find like the good parts. <laughs> I'm like, the if they ban this thing, it's got to be something good here. And it's, there's nothing. You'd this think is they'd like highlight it for you, stuff, you know? It's probably, oh, she kissed him on the neck. Okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. She stared at him, dazed and transfixed. And he went over and kneeled beside her and Ooh. took her two feet close in his two hands and buried his face in her lap remaining motionless. She was perfectly dim and dazed, looking down in a sort of amazement at the rather tender nape of his neck, feeling his face pressing her thighs. In all hey, her now. burning dismay, she it's could not help here. putting her hand with tenderness and compassion on the defenseless nape of his neck. That's two napes in one paragraph. <laughs> oh my God. And he trembled with a deep shudder. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> then he said, oh, you got a cigarette? <laughs> <laughs>
That wasn't 20 minutes. No. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah. All right. Well, we learned something. Yes, a little little reading of Lady Chatter is lovely. Hey, if you're having automobile trouble, see our friends at Murphy's <laughs> Family Auto. <laughs> they can take care of you. Call today, 517-552-3040. And if you tell them Mike and John sent you, yeah. they'll save 5% off your bill. They're open on Saturdays for your convenience, too, from 8 to 1. So that's Murphy's Family Auto Center. Your car knows, murphysfamilyauto.com. It's about time, fella. Yeah, it is. Yeah. All right, now, as we said, we have a busy, uh, busy Friday. We do? I thought <laughs> oh, yeah, already we went over this. Yeah, you told me we do. Yeah, I know. So we do. Yeah. And then we have another busy week next week. We do? Yeah. Gosh, I'm too busy for this business. Don't forget, we're in the LiftMaster uh, 365 studios that's right. here. Uh, that's right. And Sunday night, we'll have details yeah. on that. Details coming on the LiftMaster 365. <laughs> you don't want to miss that. It's so, like Viagra for your garage door. That's true. If only, it <laughs> if only I had a remote control. <laughs> Make sure you change the batteries on a that keyless thing. remote entry. <laughs> Grow <laughs> up a little bit. No, why, why start now? That's, That's what I have to say. All right. All right. We want to thank Richter and Associates, property management, licensed real estate brokers, rental property experts, in Livingston, Genesee, and Oakland counties, 40 plus years in the business, located in downtown Howell. You can give them a call, 517-540-9560, or check out their website. It's uh, richterassoc.com. It's Richter, yes, R-I-C-H-T-E-R. I was going to say, you need to spell that. Associ is A-S-S-O-C dot com. com. Richterassoc.com. Got it. <laughs> Call today, 517-540-9560. And coming soon, 2832 Sycamore River Drive in Fowler. Right, that's one of their new properties. That's right. So, in case you're looking for. Yeah. Okay. Then he looked up at her with that awful appeal in his full, glowing eyes. Gave an eye roll. She was utterly incapable of resisting it. From her breast flowed the answering, immense yearning over him. I think it's time to go. She must give him anything. Anything. <laughs> well, now, wonder they banned that trash. I feel, I feel rather faint. I need my fainting couch. <laughs> I do declare. They need one of those little fans. I don't know why I'm using a southern accent. Uh, I know, all of, a sudden, all of a sudden she's on the plantation. You've been giggling. With Rhett Butler. Oh, Lady Chatterley. Giggle, mama.